This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast. So we are we are in spring and you know we're not we may not be shopping <laughs> because all the stores are still closed but it's warm and shorts are coming out of the closets and um you know we're starting to show and see more skin and I've got two girls and it's a conversation for sure in our house and there's a lot of insecurity um whether it's the color of our pasty white skin or whether it's the size of our thighs now that they are fully out of puberty, right? And they are in young women bodies. And when I talk to moms, when I hear from, from parents about some of the top issues their tween and teen daughters are facing, body image is always one of the first things they say. It is just so real and it's heartbreaking. And I, I want to dive right into that with you. Um, what What's going on like initially when we look at and hear from them about their concerns about their body and what might be going on beneath the surface that we are not even thinking about? Sure. And I mean, we always have to come back to ourselves. I have looked in the mirror a little bit longer um, when I've tried on shorts or I'm, I'm switching my clothes and putting winter clothes away and, and bringing out my own summer clothes and what fits me from last year and what doesn't. And so I think we're always advertising to our children how they should see their own bodies. And that is really hard because I wish it wasn't so much on me. And yet if we look at culture and we look at advertisement and we look at TV we know we don't want that being what is influencing our daughters um, and what they wear and how they see their bodies, because that is just objectification. And um, I was just finishing a book called Advertising Inequality. And the research shows us that every part of objectification. So anytime a girl sees something on TV or, or anywhere where she is looking at her own body as an object, there is a negative mental health response or a negative consequence in her mind that happens. And that's also happening for the adults, but we're focused on girls right now. And so we will talk about that starting at the age of 10 and 11, girls are intaking and having negative responses. And they're starting to look at their own bodies as objects rather than beings or rather than sacred, rather than a good body that helps them run or get up in the morning or make healthy choices or, or move. We don't, we don't look at our bodies anymore 
as the sacred beings they are. Instead, all of a sudden, they're to be compared and they're objects. And so even in my own comparison in the mirror, how am I looking at my thighs? How am I looking at if I need a tan or what is the color of my skin? So I, I think that that is a real conversation that needs to be happening constantly, right? It's it's 1,000 one-minute conversations. It's the way you engage in your own house. It's the way when a commercial comes on that's inappropriate or that is just even suggesting that we put words to it so that our daughters are not alone putting something together in their head and making up a construct that's going to lead them to disappointment because it's actually not what it's about. So, um, I mean, that that's how I would jump in is, is first asking yourself when it comes to body image, when you look in the mirror as a parent, is there disgust or awe when you look at your body? And then if you see in your child, are they cultivating disgust or awe? And usually if it's an object that they're seeing their body as, it's connected to disgust. And there is love and curiosity, it's connected to awe. So that's how I might answer the question of, of shorts and the um, pasty color of my skin coming out of winter. And yeah, and I love that you are focused on the story. Really, there's a story behind all of that. And there's a story for the adult in her life, whether it's youth group worker, mom, dad, mentor, there's a story. I love that that's the lens through which you are viewing um, the interaction between that loving adult and the teen. So let's dive into that just briefly. And you're going to unpack so much of this in your session in the course. But when story is being, is kind of present there with mom or with dad and then the teen girl, what is, what's going on there? Right. So, so sexual development and our sexual history matters so much because it informs us how we are going to step into our own sexuality. And so your daughter, even right now, is constructing the story of her sexuality. But if she doesn't have someone helping her figure out the future of that, the same way we ask our kids what they want to be when they grow up, the same way we ask them what they might go to school for or what subjects or what sports they're spending more time on, we have to ask those same questions about sexuality. We have to ask them, what is the sexual story you want to tell in your life and have imagination around that? Now, if a parent or a caregiver um, or a youth leader has not done their work in that, then it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation. We're not going to bring it up. We don't want to talk about sex and sexuality if we are uncomfortable with it and if we haven't explored our own comfortability with it. And so I have to first go into and say, I came through the purity movement. So this was what was put on me and what I understood it at. And shame was a huge part that I contributed to my body because awe and curiosity is scary. And, and a lot of parents don't, or even youth leaders, we don't want to talk about that because it's uncomfortable. Where will that lead us? And yet that means our daughter's and our sons are having to do that work alone. And we cannot leave them alone in this. We, we can't because it will only continue to set them up to make more mistakes because they have no freedom in, in their curiosity or understanding and they have no vision 
for the future of it. Mm. And the tools that we have as, as the adults in their lives are so, um, thin <laughs> compared to what you're describing right now, right? We're, we're able to maybe walk through the, the actual mechanics of sex. We're able to talk a little bit about boundaries and, and maybe even some family rules and that's it. And so I think we feel anemic. Um, we feel anemic with the tools that we currently have. And then we feel, and then there's that lack of awareness of our own story, our own sexual history, like what you just described. Exactly. Yes. And I will take people through that in the talk. I think there's, there are so many tools that we have right there. We just have to be intentional with them and they're already in us. It's not like I'm going to give you some new thing. I'm just going to help you walk through your own story. And therefore as a, what does it mean as a couple to talk about certain things, to talk about how boys at 13, 14, 15, and their hormones affect them. And we talk about that with our daughters together. And we let our daughters see a, a, a woman who engages with a man around the conversation saying these topics are not off the shelf. We can talk about this and we will be a safe place always for you to come because alienation is the last thing we want to leave our kids with. Mm. Mm. I, I'm personally so excited, Christy, because, you know, I like to think that we have a pretty open um, communication in our home. Just last night, my son was home from college and he stepped on something and he said, what's this? And it was my daughter's bra that she had just taken off on the couch as we were watching TV. And my poor husband said, Aiden, this is life now. Now that you're gone, this is what I deal with all of the time. And I, so I like to think we've got this open kind of home. And yet we have not had those sorts of conversations with our kids. And I'm so excited to learn from you about how to do that and how to feel a little bit more comfortable in doing that. And honestly, to look a little bit at our own sexual history stories in ways we've never done either. I'm excited for what might happen for all of us. Yeah, I'm excited too. I feel like this is information that we fail to dive into because of our fear. And yet so much harm and neglect is happening due to just us not knowing, you know, as parents, we just don't know. And yet every commercial, every commercial that we watch in our, in our family rooms, we could have such deep conversations unpacking after, but can we actually intentionally take that time and talk about it and, and, and give our kids more understanding than siloing them in their own minds with all that content. So I'm ready and I'm excited to jump in. Me too. You can learn more from Christy Bauman in the Loving Teen Girls in 2020 course, which is now open at www.fierceandlovely.org forward slash course for only $14. Christy and six other experts are unpacking the seven most pressing topics our girls are facing today. This was designed for moms, for dads, for youth workers, for mentors, for coaches, for teachers, for, for individuals who are loving teen girls right now and are overwhelmed with the issues they are facing. I pulled together some of my favorite people to produce this course for you. So go check it out. And I will see you same time, same place tomorrow.